Welcome everyone to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine. The show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is New Orleans. And then at the end of the program, I'm going to talk about Cajun and Creole cuisine. So if you're just interested in the food part, simply fast forward to the end of the program. And I get a very deep dive into Cajun Creole cuisine. But let's talk about New Orleans. Fun, mind-blowing facts. The population of New Orleans is just under 377,000 people. New Orleans is the largest city in Louisiana and the 12th largest city in the eastern United States. It is the 53rd largest city in the entire United States. And 27% of people that live in Louisiana live in New Orleans. However, this is a fun fact. New Orleans has been shrinking for decades. And it is currently just over half of what it was in the year 1960. How about that? So, current-day New Orleans has been on uh, shrinking for decades, and it's half of what it was in 1960. The most common job for a resident of New Orleans is cashier. How about that? That's a fun fact. New Orleans is most famous for Mardi Gras, and we're going to dive deep into Mardi Gras in a few minutes. As we saw during Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans is prone to flooding. New Orleans sits at the same altitude as Cairo, Egypt. The highest temperature ever recorded in New Orleans is 102 degrees Fahrenheit. They named the city of New Orleans after a French prince and a Duke of Orleans. And I'm sure all of us have heard this abbreviation before, but the official abbreviation for New Orleans is NOLA, N-O-L-A. Due to the various mix of languages and cultures in New Orleans, it is known as one of the most unique cities in all of the United States. And if you're a foodie and you're a food fan... Anthony Bourdain called the food scene in New Orleans the most exciting in the entire country. The slogan for the city of New Orleans is let the good times roll. People from New Orleans are called, here's a pun, <laughs> people from New Orleans are called New Orleanians. Around 60% of the residents of New Orleans are African-American. Bourbon Street is the most, most famous street in New Orleans. And it is located in the famous French Quarter, which is the focal point for Mardi Gras. And we're going to get into Mardi Gras and, uh, uh, you know, gumbo and all the famous stuff from New Orleans in a few minutes. There is a replica of Bourbon Street in New Orleans in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. 
The translation of Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday. Now, I know this sounds dumb, but I honestly never knew. I just thought I just thought they always said Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday. Uh, but the translation for the word Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday. And it culminates on the day before Ash Wednesday. And it includes parades, costumes, and throwing of beads. And parties in the streets. After the first Mardi Gras was held in the year 1837. Wow. Now think about that. Mardi Gras has been around since 1837. And it has started to become synonymous with the city of New Orleans. The Mardi Gras Festival alone now draws over 10 million visitors per year. And I do know somebody that has been there. And they said to me, they said, Kevin, uh, that is a must-see. So that's one of those trips that you must try. And I'm going to get into... uh, A lot more about Mardi Gras in a few minutes. Germany, Italy, Sweden, and even the Czech Republic all have their own types of Mardi Gras. And St. Louis, Missouri has the second largest Mardi Gras in the entire United States. I only only knew about New Orleans. I didn't even know St. Louis had one. The French Quarter is considered a national historical landmark, and it dates back to the late 1800s. Jackson Square is the principal park of the French Quarter, and it has been a national historical landmark since 1960. Besides the ones I mentioned already, there are over two dozen other National Historical Landmarks in the City of New Orleans. Hancock Whitney Center is the tallest building in New Orleans. One of the world's oldest African-American churches, dating all the way back to the year 1841, is located in New Orleans. The Grady... (laughs) The greater New Orleans area has the 47th largest economy in the entire United States. That's it. That's a fun fact. New Orleans is home to a Fortune 500 company called Entergy. And that supplies electrical power to the states in the Deep South. The Oh, oh this is a fun. This is hold on to your chairs, my friends. I really got a kick out of this one. The oldest family-run restaurant in the entire United States is located in New Orleans. It is called Antoine's, and it has had many iconic people eat there, including Pope John Paul II, Franklin Roosevelt, and Herbert Hoover all have eaten at Antoine's. It's the oldest family-run restaurant in the entire United States. They are also famous for making the first ever cocktail in America. So the first ever cocktail made in the USA was made at this restaurant called Antoine's. 
And the Antoine's is the largest, or I'm sorry, the longest family-owned restaurant in the entire United States. There are 20 colleges and universities located in New Orleans, with the largest being the University of New Orleans. Now, here's a fun fact. The crime rate in New Orleans is about half of what it is in Baltimore, Maryland. But it's double the crime rate of uh, Louisville, Kentucky. There are many famous shopping malls and markets in New Orleans. And if you combine that with the fact that Anthony Bourdain said it was the most vibrant food area in the U.S., it makes it a great spot if you're a foodie to visit. Two famous billionaires live in New Orleans, and both of them are worth over $3 billion each. 23.7% of the residents of New Orleans live below the poverty line, and that is the highest poverty rate in the United States. So 23.7% of the people that live in New Orleans, live below the poverty line. The New Orleans Advocate is the primary newspaper in New Orleans. Dental floss, cotton candy, Venetian blinds. Oh, let me do this again. I want to make sure everyone's paying attention because this is fascinating. Dental floss, cotton candy, Venetian blinds, Jazz music and poker were all invented in New Orleans. Combine that with with people saying that the first cocktail ever made in America was made in New Orleans. You got dental floss, cotton candy, Venetian blinds, jazz music, and poker were all invented in New Orleans. 21 Jump Street, the movie from many years ago, was filmed in New Orleans. There is also an NCIS New Orleans, based in New Orleans. There are four major professional sports teams in New Orleans. The New Orleans NFL team called the New Orleans Saints, (laughs) which I think we all knew, uh, won the Super Bowl one time in their history, and that was in 2009. The dome where the New Orleans Saints play is the fifth largest dome in the entire world. It is called Caesars Superdome. New Orleans has hosted the Super Bowl ten different times. Former Major League Baseball star Will Clark. Now, if you're... Will Clark was a first baseman for the San Francisco Giants, so if you're... If you're not, if you don't understand who I'm talking about, I actually know of him well because I was working for the Philadelphia Phillies when he was in his prime. Uh, Will Clark and quarterback Peyton Manning are just two of the many famous sports sports athletes from New Orleans. The first African American woman to win a gold medal was from New Orleans. John Goodman, the actor on Roseanne, and the actor Tyler Perry, uh, the well, the mogul Tyler Perry, he's a he's a billionaire. 
uh, were both born in New Orleans. Actor Sandra Bullock has been a longtime resident of New Orleans. Lil Wayne and DJ Khalid were also born in New Orleans. Uh, this cannot be an authentic look at New Orleans if I didn't mention about how Louis Armstrong, the iconic Louis Armstrong, and Fats Domino, the iconic Fats Domino, were from New Orleans. You cannot talk about New Orleans. And if you're listening to other podcasts that are talking about New Orleans and they fail to mention Louis Armstrong and Fats Domino being from New Orleans, uh, I, would, I, would not th- I would not take that podcast seriously. Later on in the episode, we're going to talk about the jazz history in New Orleans. It, it is phenomenal. If you look up on Google the history of jazz and New Orleans, it is a fascinating thing. Uh, but you cannot do an authentic New Orleans episode unless you pay homage to the great Louis Armstrong and Fats Domino. Uh, both were from New Orleans. The famous playwright Tennessee Williams based a lot of his stuff in New Orleans. And he actually left his home in St. Louis and made New Orleans his home. Wrinkle free. Oh, here's an intro. I didn't even know this till I did, uh, till I wrote the show. Wrinkle free cotton saved the entire cotton industry. I would recommend you Google it. It's a fascinating story. Uh, was invented by a woman in New Orleans. And she also invented an intravenous method that could treat badly wounded soldiers during the Korean War. How about that? Uh, but if I would recommend that you look up uh, the, the, the tie between wrinkle-free cotton and saving of the cotton industry. It's fascinating. The inventor of the landing craft which was a huge asset during World War II, was from New Orleans. The guy, <laughs> I love how I write the show. It's, it's hysterical. Here's what I wrote. The guy who invented the machine that makes cotton candy was from New Orleans. William Faulkner who won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1949, was a resident of New Orleans. The city of New Orleans was founded in the year 1718. All right, and I mentioned Antoine's being the oldest family-owned restaurant in America, but I did fail to mention that they opened up in 1840. Could you imagine having a family-run business that has been in operation since 1840? That is is incredible. And as I also mentioned earlier, jazz music is iconic in New Orleans. Jazz music started in New Orleans in the late 1800s and early 1900s. New Orleans radio station. WSMB began broadcasting in 1925. 
New Orleans absolutely thrived during World War II. And that is when people started to make notice to the incredible bars and restaurants. So 19, uh, World War II is when the excitement, you know, when it started to become popular. In 1970, New Orleans hosted its first ever Super Bowl. 1970 was also the first year of the famous New Orleans Jazz Festival. And as we all know, unfortunately, Hurricane Katrina slammed into New Orleans in the year 2005, horribly displacing about one million people. And we all saw saw those horrible images on the news. But Hurricane Katrina uh, caused devastation to New Orleans in the year 2005. And then President, then President George Bush, pledged $110 billion for the reconstruction of New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. The Mardi Gras parade was also canceled in 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Jambalaya and rice and beans are all New Orleans Cajun Creole dishes. And keep in mind, if you're listening and you're finding and you're uh, having some fun learning the fun facts about New Orleans, my estimate is in, in an, uh, another few minutes we'll get into Cajun Creole cuisine. All right. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about it right now, but we're going to get to it in a few minutes. The difference between Cajun and Creole is that Cajun uses more tomatoes and is considered a city food, and Creole is considered a country food. So that is the main difference between Cajun and Creole. There is a cocktail called the French Quarter that was invented in a hotel in New Orleans in 1937. There is another famous cocktail invented in New Orleans, and obviously it's called the Hurricane. And in New Orleans, they serve their cocktails in plastic so that you can legally carry it through the streets. So if you were to uh, serve it in glass, you would not be allowed to carry it in the streets. So because they serve their cocktails in plastic, it is legal to carry it through the streets. So the party in New Orleans, as they say, never ends. A lot of people make the mistake of saying that New Orleans is the capital of Louisiana. So I want to make it very clear because I know a lot of people personally that always thought that New Orleans was the capital of Louisiana. That is not true. The capital of Louisiana is Baton Rouge. Due to New Orleans being below sea level, I thought this was pretty interesting. Due to New Orleans being below sea level, There are not many basements, and most of the homes in New Orleans are raised above the ground. And like I said, the reason I'm doing this episode about New Orleans is because it's one of the top ten United States travel destinations. Okay, and over $8 billion annually 
is spent in the economy from tourists. So the hope I get for you from listening to this show is I'm hoping you listen to one of my shows and say, hey, that's a nice idea to take our vacation. So that's the hope with this episode. I'm hoping that you hear it, you hear all the fun stuff about New Orleans, and you say, maybe we'll add New Orleans to our vacation destination. And I also want to say that I record all of my shows from my living room uh, with my own equipment, and I left the air on. So if you're hearing a little noise in the background, I'm going to see how it goes in post-edit. But that's my air conditioner. One of the nicknames for New Orleans is the Big Easy. And that is because it has a very relaxed vibe, relaxed vibe in the city. Bourbon Street in New Orleans was actually not. Oh, here's fun. I hate to keep saying this. I did get a letter. I got an email from someone that said they get annoyed when I say that. But Bourbon Street in New Orleans was actually not named after the alcohol. I always thought it was. It was actually named after Francis Bourbon Dynasty in France. It was named after the French dynasty called Bourbon. And I always thought it was named after the liquor. Here's a fun fact. Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans hosts a lot of the major concerts in the city. And what they did was they made each seat in the dome a different color. And that gives people the illusion that there are more people in the dome than there actually is. That's a great trick. So if the seats are different colors, it makes it look like there are more people there than actually are. Dental floss was created by a New Orleans dentist. The world's first movie theater was in New Orleans. New Orleans is one of the few cities in America where alcohol is served 24 hours a day. So there's always something open in New Orleans uh, that serves alcohol. It's open 24 hours a day. And as we said earlier, they purposely serve their cocktails in plastic so that you can just take it with you down the street. So, so New Orleans is one of the few places where you can buy alcohol 24 hours a day. Some people say that New Orleans is... All right, now, some people say that New Orleans is the most haunted city in the entire United States. And the French Quarter is believed to be the most haunted part of the city. But as I was doing research for this show, there is so much information about New Orleans being the most haunted city in the U.S. and specific things. Uh, I thought it was boring. I'm sorry. But I just want to give you that. If you want to learn more, just Google it. All right. We're getting very late on time. Let's check the time. Yeah, we're getting a little late on time. So uh, I think we're going to wrap it up uh, and we're going to start talking about, well, we're going to do a couple more fun facts and then we'll start talking about Cajun Creole cuisine, but we're starting to run late on time. It is actually against the law to ride on a Mardi Gras float in New Orleans without a mask. 
Okay. Now, here's, here's something I want you to pay attention to also. When you see images of Mardi Gras on the news, it looks like a very adult event. And I know a lot of families with young children often say, well, New Orleans Mardi Gras is not for me. It's an adult event. Just so you know, there are events during Mardi Gras that cater to the whole family. Okay? So Mardi Gras just isn't the adult stuff that you get on TV. Uh, they're showing that because it, it, it's new, you know, it makes people turn on the channel. Uh, Mardi Gras actually has a lot of stuff for the entire family. Uh, it is for kids and the entire family. Uh, it's just that on television, they only show the adult stuff. Every year at Mardi Gras on your TV... Every year at Mardi Gras on your TV, you see somebody making the famous dessert called the king cake. And I did not know until I did the research that king cake comes in a variety of flavors. The very first opera ever staged in the entire USA was in New Orleans during the 1790s. And if you do the research, because keep in mind, I like to keep all my shows under 40 minutes. If I can keep all my shows under, I just think 60 minutes for a podcast is way too long. Even the podcasts I listen to that go an hour long, I fall asleep halfway through. So I try to keep all my shows under 40 minutes. If you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, this show does very well on Amazon Music. Search for Learn About World Cuisine and listen to the show. You'll see that most of my shows are under 40 minutes. And that's because I truly believe that a one-hour podcast is way too long. So I try to keep the shows under 40 minutes uh, to keep them quick and informative. Uh, but you can go to Spotify, iHeartRadio. This show does excellent on Amazon Music. Or tell your smart player to play Learn About World Cuisine. Say, boop, play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. And your smart player will, I can't say the word because she's right next to me. But your smart player will say, uh, will play the episode. Uh, so if you look at my past episodes, since I do every show from my living room, some of my episodes are just 20 minutes. Some of them are 40 minutes, and I have done a few over an hour. Uh, but every episode I do gives fun, mind-blowing facts about a different location around the world and then their cuisine. So if you look up on Google and you look up the history of music pertaining to New Orleans which I do not have enough time to get into. Uh, it is astonishing. Now, here's something. New Orleans was actually the original United States home of the mafia. If you were to ask me that question, I would immediately respond New York or Chicago was the original United States home of the mafia. It is New Orleans. How about that? 
Uh, we need to get into the food. Okay. I got to start getting into the... We're going to do fun facts about Cajun Creole cuisine. The food in New Orleans is world famous. And as I mentioned earlier in the program, Anthony Bourdain said that New Orleans was one of the most exciting food scenes in America. I'm just going to give you a couple of examples of Cajun Creole cuisine. Turtle soup and fried alligators are common in New Orleans, uh, to be eaten in New Orleans. Two of the most famous dishes in New Orleans are jambalaya and gumbo. And one of the most famous desserts in New Orleans are beignets. The people of New Orleans are very dedicated to their locally owned... Here is... Oh, okay. You got to understand, I write the show the day before I do it, so I should have pointed this out. The people of New Orleans are very dedicated to their locally owned establishments. So you're not going to find the Starbucks that you find on every corner in other cities. The New Orleans people like to keep loyal to their privately owned businesses. Po' Boys, which is another famous food in New Orleans, date all the way back to the year into the 1800s. Who would have known that the famous Po' Boy goes all the way back to the 1800s? Gumbo is the official state food of Louisiana. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, what are some famous chefs in New Orleans? So some of the most famous chefs in regards to New Orleans, are the great Emeril Lagasse. And I want to say something real quick, and I said this on another episode. I have eaten at five of his restaurants, and all five, the meals were some of the best I've ever had. Paul Prudhomme, who we're going to learn later, Paul Prudhomme was a major reason that New Orleans became popular in the 1980s. He was a New Orleans chef. And as we know, Cajun Creole, Justin Wilson. I love watching his shows. And there are a few famous chefs who are tied to New Orleans cooking. All gumbos are eaten with a mound of rice in a bowl. The first written reference to the word gumbo was written in the 19th century. In 1803, the French governor... Hosted a soiree, and if you don't mind, I love saying the word soiree. Let me say it again. In 1803, the French governor hosted a soiree that had 24 different gumbos uh, that were served. The first cookbook to include a recipe for gumbo was in 1824. And as I mentioned earlier, Chef Paul Prudhomme, was a major reason why Cajun Creole cuisine became very popular in the 1980s. The largest serving ever of gumbo weighed 6,800 pounds. Oysters Rockefeller is a classic Creole dish. Bisque is also in Cajun Creole cuisine. Crawfish etouffee is a popular Creole main dish. 
Seafood plays a prominent role in New Orleans cuisine. Po' Boys muffaletta sandwiches. And <laughs> I do not edit. I'm sorry. Po' Boys and muffaletta sandwiches are just two of the things that were invented for New Orleans cuisine. Before Louisiana became a territory of the United States in 1803, it was colonized by both France and Spain for over a century. And a lot of that is reflected in the cuisine. Andouille sausage is, usually, is the usual sausage that is put in gumbo and jambalaya. Dirty rice is a big part of Cajun Creole cuisine. What is dirty rice? It's basically white rice that is cooked with giblets, and that is what makes it dirty. So it's mixed in with giblets, and they call it dirty rice. It has green bell peppers, celery, etc. Bananas Foster. Now, I was at a steakhouse, and I saw them light a banana foster on fire. It was phenomenal. But Bananas Foster was invented in New Orleans. It was created in 1951 at Brennan's Restaurant in New Orleans. Zatarans, which you probably have the commercial. Uh, you've probably seen their commercials. Zatarans is a New Orleans company. The Picayune Creole Cookbook was published in the year 1900. And people say that it is the go-to cookbook for Creole cooking. So I want my home cooks that listen to the show. I'm going to spell it. Because if you guys want to start learning Cajun Creole cuisine, the cookbook is called P-I-C-A-Y-U-N-E. Okay, and it's called the Picayune Creole Cookbook. And it was published in the year 1900. And people say that that's the go-to cookbook for Creole cuisine. Jambalaya is a New Orleans dish that has its influences in Africa and Spain. It received its name from an area in France. Okay. I think we did it. I think we did it. I think everybody needs to pat themselves on the back. I think that we covered all the fun stuff about the city of New Orleans and Cajun Creole cuisine. I think we covered it. I'm very proud of all of us. Uh, I want to thank everyone for their great support of the show. The show has been doing outstanding. Keep in mind, if you want to listen to all my episodes, I have 148 now. Uh, go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Pandora Radio, and this show does very well on Amazon Music. Just put in the search engine, learn about world cuisine, and make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Uh, keep in mind that I try to make all of my episodes between 20 minutes and 40 minutes, because as you probably can hear, I do everything from my living room, and my air conditioner is running right now, and you're probably hearing that. Uh, so make sure you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, 
Uh, and this show does very well on Amazon Music. Or tell your smart player. She is right next to me, so I'm going to use the word beep. Play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. And your smart player will play the current episode. So as always, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform for a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine. I will talk to everyone next Thursday.